Let's turn our attention to Ukraine. The country has remained tight-lipped about the much-anticipated spring counter-offensive, but today they're claiming some victories. My colleague Yalda Hakim is in Kyiv. Yalda. Mariam, thank you. And as you say, uh, the Ukrainian side is claiming some victories, although it's still early days. Uh, the president, President Zelensky, uh, told a press conference that I was at a few days ago that the counteroffensive has begun. And we have started to see some developments, although it's still so difficult to get information uh, from the battlefield. But let's just tell you what we know so far. So I'm just going to show you uh, some footage here, which was released earlier today by Ukraine's 35 separate marine infantry uh, brigade. It's described as showing Ukrainian forces recapturing the village of uh, Storozheve. Now, Storozheve is in the Donetsk region in the country's southeast. It's been under Russian occupation for much of the war. Now, it's not far from the settlements of Blahodatne, and you'll remember we've been reporting about Blahodatne just yesterday uh, when they uh, claimed that they had retaken that area. And uh, Neskuchne, as well as uh, Makarivka, these were the first Ukraine said it liberated on Sunday, and we have been keeping our audiences up to date on uh, those in the last 24 hours. Now, footage on social media which the BBC has not yet verified, shows troops hoisting the Ukrainian flag in the settlements. Kyiv's deputy defence minister said nearby Makarivka was also taken. So some developments there, uh, although, as I said, it's difficult to verify a lot of this. We are getting the information from social media and our BBC Verify team is working away to try and verify the footage that we're getting uh, from the front lines. What we do know is that uh, the pace of things, uh, while we are hearing about the liberation of these villages, according to the Ukrainian forces, it's still early days and uh, the Russian uh, side is reporting uh, that uh, there are huge casualties on the Ukrainian side. The Ukrainian side is saying the same thing. So we are being cautious about what we're reporting. But joining me now is uh, Ukraine's former president, Petro Poroshenko. He's also an MP for the Committee for Ukraine-EU Integration. Um, Mr. President, thank you so much for joining us here on the program. So the counteroffensive we know based on what President Zelensky has said, based on information we're getting on the ground, has begun. These are small villages though at the moment aren't they first of all i confirm that uh, the counteroffensive is begun and it's a difficult job and this is just the beginning what's stage now this is a reconnaissance by fire we just uh, find out the source of the radio electronic warfare source of air defense the uh, main position because russia built a very deep uh, defense area up to 40 50 kilometers and this is a difficult job because the russia is still very very strong putin invest a trillion of dollar for the last 20 years and we ukrainian and me as a President, fifth president of Ukraine, start to build our armed forces only since year 2014. But this is a successful uh, reconnaissance by fire. Uh, the less than, okay, I cannot say, but uh, it is very few brigade is already involved in, in the operation. It, Significant. It's, not, it's amount. not the sort of you haven't deployed everything at this stage. It's just believe probing. Me, believe me, more than 50% of our brigade is still ready and in reserve. 
and we still do not have a massive phase of operation. I know very well the 35th Brigade of our Marine. They do a successful operation on the border between Donetsk and Zaporizhia region, but this is only one uh, piece of the possible offensive operation of Ukraine. Definitely it would be at least five or six another direction, also including Donetsk region and throughout, and with that situation, the main events of Ukrainian offensive operation is still ahead. And it I'm is, quite optimistic about that. These are small villages, though. Some of these villages have roughly a thousand people, for example. Uh, yeah. We, first of all, this is not a very small villages. Now, after a year under the Russian occupation, there is only very few people stay there because this is a disaster, what, a humanitarian disaster, what Russians do there. But these villages is not the main uh, object of our offensive operation. Our main object is, first of all, uh, to have a success on the deep, on the few dozens of kilometers. Our main Are you talking about the land bridge that connects uh, uh, Russian forces to Crimea? You talk about that, and I can confirm that. That, that definitely we want to cut uh, the supply, cut the logistics, the same as we do with my participation uh, when Kiev encircled here where we staying. And uh, it's now it's when you look on the TV, you see the churches, the picture of the peaceful Kiev. This is not true. Every, almost every single night, the Russian missiles hitting Ukraine here in Kiev. But I want to deliver to you that the decisive moment of the offensive operation of Ukraine, by the way, this is not a counteroffensive. Russian offensive operation were destroyed, and the, one of the another results of our launching of offensive operation is Russia stop any offensive action throughout all the battlefield. I've got about a minute left, uh, Mr. President, but you also do have an election in this country coming up next year. How are you going to position yourself in that? Uh, point number one. We, on the very first day of the war, I meet with Zelensky and said, I'm not the leader of the opposition anymore. And you are not my opponent anymore. We are soldiers. And I just want to deliver, we are still soldiers. We are not politicians. We are not the uh, discussion because the election is an attack of unity and unity in the world and unity inside the country this is the key factor of our victory nobody now cannot think anything but victory and the future election we can uh, speak about that when the all ukrainian soil would be free from the russian occupants and definitely now except of the offensive operation we have we have an, a very important stage of our offensive in july and this stage is Vilnius NATO summit. Without our future membership in NATO, it would be no peace in Ukraine, it would be no peace on the continent. And I think that the Brit Great Britain can demonstrate their leadership exactly the same, like they do leading the tank coalition, air defense coalition, jet fighter coalition, NATO coalition. And the leadership of is vital, not only for us, but for the global security system, sustainable one. President Poroshenko, thank you so much for your time. It's a pleasure.
Well, that was uh, the former president, President uh, Petro Poroshenko, talking to me there about the political situation in this country as well as the military situation in this country. And as he said, all eyes are on that NATO summit in July where Ukraine uh, is still trying to push for NATO membership, although uh, we had uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, Canada's prime minister, here a few days ago, and he said we have to wait for the conditions to be right before any kind of consideration uh, of uh, Ukraine entering NATO uh, is, is even thought about. So those conversations are taking place while this counteroffensive uh, is also very much uh, underway. We will continue to bring you up to date uh, throughout the day here on BBC News. But for now, Marion, back to you in the studio. Yada, thank you very much indeed. Yada Hakim there in Kiev for us.